Welcome to the How to Find Scholarships podcast. I'm Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I'm known as the debt-free degree expert. I am CEO of How to Find Scholarships Parent Academy. It's a subscription community where busy parents of college-bound teens hire me to teach them how to avoid crushing student loan debt. If you are a busy parent of a college-bound teen and you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling a little frightened, and you need some actionable, clear steps to a debt-free degree, you're in the right place. Listen and learn. Greetings, greetings, one and all. Greetings, one and all. It is I, your debt-free degree expert, Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, here to give you another tip, tool, or strategy. Let me take off my glasses so I can be cute. Take off my glasses so I can be cute. Another tip, tool, or strategy to help you get that kiddo into college and do it debt-free. So, for those of you who do not know me, I'm Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I am known as the debt-free degree expert. Busy parents of college-bound teens join How to Find Scholarships Academy so that I can find scholarships for them and I can teach them how to find scholarships. So, let's talk today, um, and I've had a lot of people join here recently uh, because it is the summertime. And they want to engage in a, a scholarship blitz. They want to really hit it hard for the summer. Uh, a lot of parents who are parents of seniors have gotten um, financial aid award letters. Um, and these colleges are asking for exorbitant amounts uh, in order to enroll and put your child in their dorm so that they can get a degree. So a lot of people have joined, and you can too, by going to howtofindscholarships.info. That is howtofindscholarships.info. So I'm pulling out some paper so I can take some notes here and keep my thoughts together. So the title of the video on the book of faces where old folks go to fight. <laughs> Y'all know it's true. Is top 10 ARG moments when searching for scholarships and how to avoid them. And the title on TikTok is Top 10, I think, Scholarship Mistakes, maybe, is what I put. But um, so number one, let's let's start with number one. What's the what's number one thing that people do when searching for scholarships? They make their search too broad. Number one, search too broad. This is why people are in pain. Parents of college-bound teens are in pain when they try to search for scholarships. They just go to Google and they put the word scholarships in and it returns a billion or more results. Yes, it returns a billion or more results and then they just they just throw up their hands. So, you know, how to avoid that? Make your search more specific. Make your search more specific. So you might want to search... STEM Scholarship Poughkeepsie, STEM Scholarship Atlanta, Drama Scholarship uh, Utah, you know, something, something more specific that takes into account what your kiddo is studying and where they live or the state where they're planning on going to school. 
All right, number two mistake is getting sucked in by ads when you search. Sucked in by ads. A lot of people um, are not clear on how this internet thing works. Everything on the internet costs. Even though you might feel as if you're getting something for free, it is often free because they are selling you. They are selling your ideas, your search history, your keystrokes, the words you say when you sign the terms and conditions that uh, allow them to record video and audio of you. And yes, it's, it's, it's disturbing, but that is what is happening. So when you search for scholarships on the internet, when you hit enter, the first two to four results are always ads. And this is a problem. This is where people get sucked in. So you really have to look closely for the words sponsored or the word ads. So that is how you avoid getting sucked into a rabbit hole. And you're like, how did I wind up on Western Governors University site? How did I wind up on University of Phoenix's site? How did I wind up on my, my state's big state school and I'm looking for scholarships that can be used at any school? So you want to look closely for the words sponsored and the words ads. All right. Number three mistake when looking for scholarships is trying to target the ones that are very easy. Yeah, that's a big one. You know, thinking you're really making headway in your scholarship search because you found all these ones that don't require an essay for your child. Those are borderline scams. I've talked about this before. You know, if all they want is your name and email address, is it possible that they do, you know, pay uh, the award that they're claiming they're pay they pay? Sure. But they also have made the barrier to entry so low that they're going to get 100,000 applicants. So it's not really likely you're going to win. So, you know, the, the, the metaphor, the example that I use over and over again is, would you make the lottery your primary strategy for paying your rent or your mortgage? No. Is it possible that you could win the lottery and pay your mortgage? Sure. But... <laughs> The odds are against it. The odds are against it. So what I want you to do is focus on the types of scholarships that ask for essay responses, ask for a copy of your transcript, have an application for you to fill out that asks for more than your name and email address. All right? All right, number four, scholarship pitfall thing a moment that make you that makes you go arg that makes you say uh-oh uh-oh this is this is not working all right only applying to scholarships at the colleges so there are two types of, of scholarships institutional are the ones that are given out by the colleges and outside are the ones that are given out by everybody else, your local uh, credit union, local um, um, workplace, um, alumni, sororities, and fraternities, 
all kinds of places, right? Some people only rely on the college scholarships because they don't know that there's a world of outside scholarships out there. They're like, my child applied to college and only got offered $5,000. I don't know how we're going to pay for school. Um, you have to apply for those outside scholarships as well. So just relying on the colleges for scholarships is usually not enough. It works out for some people, but it is usually not enough. All right. Number five is not doing college matchmaking. Not doing college matchmaking. So what do I mean by college matchmaking? Here's the opposite of college matchmaking. Your child has a 2.5, which is a strong C average, and they did not take the ACT or the SAT, but they pay $75 to apply to Harvard. That's an extreme example of what is not college matchmaking. Harvard University is an elite, selective, Ivy League institution. In general, it only selects people with exemplary GPAs, test scores, extracurriculars, and recommendations. Um, they're looking for the cream of the crop. Not just the person who was a member of the math club, but the person who went to the math tournament and, 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 and won it three years in a row and then became president of the math club and, and went and shadowed in the mathematics department at the university in their town uh, and then took a class at that university and at the university level got an A. That's, that's who they're looking for. So college matchmaking, as you can tell from that example, is looking at the school's average test scores, average GPA, and then matching your child's list of schools to that. So you want to pick schools where your child is at the top of their average. So they're a catch and the school wants to uh, impress them. And that way you'll get more scholarships, more scholarships. All right. Number six, you want to be consistent. Some people say, oh, we couldn't find scholarships, but they only think about it once every two months. You need to do it every week, every week of your life, starting at at least the end of 10th grade, but definitely starting in 11th grade. You want to do it every week of your life looking for those scholarships. Hey, hey. It is your debt-free degree expert and CEO of How to Find Scholarships, Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, here to let you know that for only $49.99, you too could help your teen avoid two decades of debt. That's right. I have slashed the price for the selective level. You get downloadables, videos, live trainings twice a month, the ability to message me on multiple platforms, and all the help you need to get that kiddo into college and debt-free for only $49.99. Go to howtofindscholarships.info and join today. So you need to be consistently applying. Consistently applying. That was number six. Number seven, 
I want you to not keep it to yourself. You know, some people, they have a child that needs money. They're in a bind and they are just suffering silently because they feel so overwhelmed by the college process. A lot of us feel guilty because we're not wealthy, which is crazy. You guys know that this game is halfway rigged. <laughs> Y'all know that this game is halfway rigged. Most people are not wealthy. I was just talking to a good friend of mine about this the other night, about how parents get sucked into taking out these uh, Parent PLUS loans. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that um, this is the first time, when, when I say this time, I mean the time at which you, you get that bill from the school. So I'm talking to parents who are parents of seniors right now. You got that financial aid award letter. They wanted some crazy amount. And, and, and for many of you, that was the first time that there was something you couldn't afford. You know, most of us, uh, our child wanted the Barbie car that they could ride in. We pulled it together. They wanted a hoverboard. We pulled it together. They wanted the latest game system. We pulled it together. Like all of these things, uh, were doable layaway credit payment plan, uh, got the taxes you know, we, we could make it happen. But that college debt, that they want 40 k a year, most people are not liquid like that. So a lot of parents, it, it, that would be the first time they ever really told a child no. And they, they just, they, they can't do it. And they need to learn to do it. We need to learn to be honest with our children about our finances. So in, number seven was don't keep, your situation to yourself. Tell people, I have a, a family in my community. They just said out loud in different spaces that they were looking for scholarships and two local opportunities came their way because these local scholarship opportunities are often just begging people to apply. And this mother opened her mouth and two local opportunities came her way, one of which they won $1,500 and another one I think they're going to win. So, that was number seven. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't be quiet. Don't be suffering silently. All right, number eight. Don't discount your high school counselor. Look, that is who institutions send the scholarship information to, your high school counselor. That's who they send it to. And oftentimes, they are overwhelmed the high school counseling job is a big job, especially in a school where there is no dedicated college person. Now, some schools have gotten hip and they have a person who that's all they do is the college stuff. Why? Because the counselors are doing um, scheduling. Oftentimes, the counselor is the person who's loading in the software for tests and taking up tests and being sent out of the building to do a bunch of training. I, I, I you know, <laughs> it's a lot. So, but don't discount them because oftentimes they're receiving information and they may have thrown up a page on the school's website where they put the list of scholarships or they populate that. Um, they might try to talk to seniors a couple of times a semester, have a parent night for, you know, graduation, that sort of thing. But oftentimes there's more information there and you should really parents, I'm talking to you, uh, 
go by the school and talk with them and make it known. My child is college bound. I'm looking for whatever, whatever they send you, tell me about it. <laughs> whatever, whatever they send you, tell me about it, right? All right, number nine, we're almost at number 10. Scholarship R that makes people go, I just can't find them. These are mistakes that, 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 that missteps and mistakes that, that the college bound families are making. All right, so number nine, not gathering your tools. Not gathering your tools. You need to gather them all in one place. What do I mean by tools? Essays, copy of transcripts. Uh, here lately uh, in my community, lots of scholarships have been asking for your acceptance letter. A lot of them have been asking for that. So go back to that email where the kiddo got into school and it said, congratulations, you are a new bison at the University of in-state, insert state name here. <laughs> um, I want you to go and, and make a screenshot of that and save it, right? Uh, they should have a copy of their test scores. Like I said, transcript and essays. They should have recommendation letters and a resume all in one place. We should not be looking around, trying to download, email, who's got it. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Not gathering your items. So you need to gather those items. And then number 10, drum roll, please. Top 10 uh, scholarship mistake. Not holding the child responsible. Woo, hallelujah. This is a big one. This is a big one. I've been... Um, my, my business, you know, I've done these things for college-bound families for 20-plus years. But my business has been an LLC with the state since 2016. <laughs> since 2016. So I have 20-plus years of <coughs> teaching experience, teaching high school English, teaching college English. I was an assistant professor of English. And um, somebody's calling me, and I got a... I was a, a high school English teacher teaching uh, English and then uh, assistant professor of English at a, at a college and um, had this business, like I said, since 2016. And one of the things that I noticed, the top, the number 10 problem, scholarship problem, is parents not holding kids responsible. You should not have to beg someone to work on scholarships. You should not have to beg someone to apply to colleges. This should not be a power struggle, getting them to do test prep. Um, you know, there's, I'm not sure what, what's happened, what's gone on in the past, but I have run into some families where the child simply doesn't want to go to college. Um, so you need to tell them this is the year, this senior year, this is the year and a half, uh, or year before you turn 18. My vision for you was that you would have a life where you were working in your purpose. Um, and that you would be doing that with ease, not breaking up rocks, not digging ditches. Um, <laughs> but that you would be creating your art or being a physician or teaching or being an accountant or having your own HVAC business 
or being a business consultant, uh, being leadership in the corporate world, um, acting, dancing, um, designing your clothing, designing interiors, something that's in your purpose that you're, that you're gifted at. And, and my love, my darling son, my darling daughter, you're going to need post-secondary training <laughs> for that. Post-secondary training is expensive. And I need for you to do your part to cut down on that expense. You need to have that kind of conversation with them and hold them responsible. We're moving from manager to consultant in their lives at that stage. Yes, that is true. You're, you're letting out those apron strings, you know, getting it longer and longer. So you're not going to totally drop your, uh, your part, but they need to be doing more than 60% <laughs> of this scholarship stuff. So hold them responsible. All right. So those were the top 10 scholarship moments that make you say, ah, and how to avoid them. Number one, you need to search very specifically. Number two, you need to uh, not get sucked in by the sponsored posts and the ads on Google. Number three, stop looking at those easy scholarships. They are borderline scams. Number four, don't just wait on colleges to give you scholarships. You have to apply for outside ones. Number five, you got to do college matchmaking. Let's be realistic. Let's have the kids apply to schools that would offer them scholarships. Number six, you have to apply consistently every week. Number seven, don't keep this to yourself. Tell family members, tell your faith community, tell your uh, Elks Lodge and your Moose Lodge and the people at the gym and the people at your job. Tell them. Number eight, um, you want to, I can't, I can't tell what my note means. I put the word high school. Oh, don't discount your high school counselor. Number nine, gather all the materials in one place, have some order. And then number 10, hold that team responsible. Hold them responsible. I'm Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond. I want you to go to howtofindscholarships.info and join the How to Find Scholarships Academy. So many parents are attracted to this company because it does everything you wish it would do. Everything you wish it would do. Go to howtofindscholarships.info now to see what the services are. I'm, I guarantee you, you're going to be very happy, and then you're going to join. I'm Dr. Redmond, and I will see you next time. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the How to Find Scholarships podcast. I'm Dr. Treasure Shields Redmond, and I'm known as the debt-free degree expert. Busy parents of college-bound teens hire me to find scholarships. If you're interested in learning how to avoid massive student loan debt, go to howtofindscholarships.info.